Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Good day, everybody. It's Kinder here for a new Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. On today's episode, Hero Brigitte, Brigetta, Baguette, who, whatever the hell you call her, we've got a very special guest for you today, Coach Leaf Rose. You want to tell us about yourself? Hi, my name is Leaf Rose, and I'm a coach on a platform called Wobbles Bootcamp. It's a free Overwatch, it's an Overwatch Discord that promotes free coaching for everyone, every student that comes in. Uh, and I'm one of the Brigitte coaches. Uh, I fell in love with the character as soon as she was announced. Uh, I like her character design and I like the way she plays, of course, because I'm also a main support. Um, and yeah, that's uh, why I yeah, pretty much coach Brigitte. All right, cool. And of course, Wawa's Bootcamp uh, has appeared on Prepare to Attack many, many times now. I don't even know how many episodes we're up to. All the characters except for uh, Hammond at this point now. But uh, it's a very good community. I've uh, been in there a couple of times. They're, they all know what the hell they're doing. Um, and I believe there is absolutely a link somewhere in the Mash Those Buttons Discord. Probably. So yeah. check that out. And of course, I'm Kinder from Watchpoint Radio and Fragging Out. All right, let's jump right into this character overview. Brigitta is an off support. Her primary weapon is the Rocket Flail. She has a passive ability called Inspire, which we'll go over later. Her first ability, the one you use with E, is the Repair Pack. The second you use with Shift is the Whip Shot. The third that you use by holding Mouse Button 2 is Barrier Shield. And her last ability is Shield Bash, which you use by holding up your shield with M2 and pressing M1. These are uh, obviously PC controls if you are on console. Uh, that won't be the case. Her ultimate ability is Rally. And how about let's go over the basic goals of Brigitte. All right. So the main goal for Brigitte is to be as disruptive of, as possible uh, and to set up a lot of plays for her teammates. Uh, one of the biggest uh, examples I can give you is uh, stunning the enemy Reinhardt that allows your Reinhardt to get off a big Earth Shatter. Or, for instance, getting rid of Diva Defense Matrix so that your Zarya can easily graft on Surge without having to worry about uh, the Defense Matrix. Uh, all those kinds of things uh, are the primary goals of Brigitte. She is a, a support, so obviously she has healing in a kit, but it's honestly more of a secondary part of her. It's really nice to have the healing, especially on her passive. Uh, her repair pack is like super great, but you shouldn't be too focused on healing. If you're too defensive and like trying to focus on healing making sure that all your teammates are full hp you're not getting the the, the max amount of kit out of brigitte you want to be in the front line you want to be 
preferably with another like heavy tank such as uh, Reinhardt or maybe even a uh, Winston if you can jump if you can move that fast uh, and you want to be as disruptive as possible you can try to go for supports and try to push them away from the team so that their t the enemy team doesn't have healing because the supports are away uh, you want to like zone out DPS characters because she does have a lot of damage in one v one situations so a lot of DPS characters cannot fully engage on her so they have to back off and of course you can even go on tanks and like shut them down because basically there isn't a tank that doesn't have an ability that uh, can be shut down by Brigitte super hard. For instance, Reinhardt can uh, sh Reinhardt shields drop. You can prevent Zarya from bubbling if you stun her before she bubbles. Of course, defense matrix goes down, uh, stop Rodok uh, within his healing and that kind of stuff. But that's the, the main goal of Brigitte. Yeah. Right. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, at lower levels at least, uh, I know that Pairing with a Reinhardt and having that synergy is really big with Brigitte. Uh, bag, what the hell is her <laughs> actual pronunciation? <laughs> Let, let's go over that real quick. I think the proper pronunciation that uh, Daddy Jeff used is Brigitte. Uh, but that's if wrong. I'm not mistaken. It's, it's wrong. If you if you listen to the way the the voice actor, that's the correct pronunciation. So it's Brigitte. It's, Brigitte. Yeah, it's 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 right. it's really hard because it's a it's a really soft. Uh, the first I is just really Brigitte. Brigitte. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, in her, her combinations, like she doesn't fit in every team comp, at least not in my opinion. One thing that you absolutely need is a super hard main healer. So things like Lucio, uh, Zenyatta uh, fall off really hard because Brigitte doesn't have the instant healing. Her healing is really dependent on being able to get into the enemy team and even then like if you have a Widowmaker on your team, if you're on the front line healing in a, a small radius, your Widowmaker is not going to get healed. Of course, you have repair pack for that, but uh, even that is line of sight. So her healing is not to ma to the maximum. So you really need something like a Mercy, especially Mercy because she has her own mobility. She, uh, she has her own thing. And a Moira, I believe those are the, the best. But even paired with an Ana who has insane amount of healing but lacks protection because... Brigitte has her own protection or her own stun and whip shot in her kit when she can that way she can protect Anna. Uh, even Anna works really well. So I think you need a main healer together. And I think she works really well with slow moving uh, tank comps. So for instance, Reinhardt, that you mentioned, uh, Reinhardt is like super big because uh, right. I think I think Reinhardt Brigitte is probably one of the, the best combos if you can uh, manage to pull it off. So I, I encourage uh, every Brigitte domain to pick up a, a Rhine main to, to play with and just try <laughs> to set up those Urshatter combos. Super easy. Just tell them your stun cooldown, like three, two, or tell them when you're stunning and it's just super easy to pull off. But yeah, it, right. it's, Brigitte is really reliant on like certain team comps. She doesn't work with uh, other team comps. She also doesn't work on every map, which is probably one of her biggest weaknesses. Right. She she does seem a little weak to verticality. And on yeah. the other end, when you're not attacking, you mentioned this a little bit, but uh, the terminology that we like to use on uh, Watchpoint Radio is uh, anti-dive. And she does seem to be very good at that, at least at our level. How about at uh, higher levels? Especially on higher levels. Like, I think uh, Blizzard has uh, tried to play play their own god and put Brigitte in the, in the game mainly to just try to defuse the, the overwhelming dive meta that was at the at the time and they did succeed in, in, in one way or another. 
but yeah, she shut down she shuts down Tracer super hard because of her her one shot combo, and even all the other characters uh, because you get stunned for such a easy period of time, it, you, you become such a big target, which that which used to be super easy. It used to be super easy for for divers to just jump on a support, but with a Brigitte next to the support, like I said, Ana is super uh, vulnerable, which is one of the big reasons why she was not part of the dive meta. But with a Brigitte protecting her, it just becomes a lot easier. Uh, it used to be Lucio, one of the supports that w- was used to protect the other support. But one boop that just gets creates a little bit of distance is nothing compared to a full stun, uh, armor packs, and uh, the whip shot to create some distance. Yeah, she's really, really good at uh, preventing dive from happening. Right. And... Uh... She continues to be good, even with the introduction of Hammond, which we will get into in the Hammond episode, I'm sure. Teasers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into her weapons and abilities breakdown. Her primary fire, uh, if you could call it that, is her rocket flail. Yes. Uh, it's a melee weapon that does 35 damage per hit, has a maximum range of six meters in front of her in a kind of cone shape. I don't know if we ever got what the actual degree, like the uh, measurement of that is, the uh, degrees out it hits. But uh, from what I understand, it's very similar to a Reinhardt hammer with the way it works. Uh, And you can swing it once per every 0.6 seconds. You want to give us a uh, quick rundown? Just keep swinging. As soon as you can swing, just (laughs) Just keep keep swinging. Just keep swinging. swinging. Yeah. (laughs) The the thing is, uh, to get a little bit advanced is that between swings, because uh, there is like a short like delay between the uh, swings, like it's not consistent. It's like if you get the hit marker, you can uh, put up your shield and then put down your shield and whip ag- uh, and uh, like melee again, which basically means that the difference is in both situations you get two melee attacks off, but in the first situation you're like a small fraction faster. But in the second situation, you get your shield up for a small fraction, which is more beneficial, of course. Uh, because, right. like, let's say, for instance, someone tries to stun you or Reinhardt Earth Shatters in between those. Like, having your shield up for a small fraction is, like, super big. You can block a lot of stuff with that. So that's the, the, the thing that with Melee is that there's a small window where you can do stuff like that to try to not only use melee attacks try to sometimes use barrier shield especially if the enemy created created some distance like for instance let's say you jump on a mccree and the moment you jump on him he uh rolls backwards he's still within your range for you to auto attack like you can still walk up to him and auto attack but because he created a little bit of distance uh, weaving in your shield in between auto attacks is a, a little bit more beneficial uh outside of that there is nothing like super special about her melee attack it's just melee attack as soon as you're that's actually really helpful I, I didn't know that you could do kind of a shield cancel with that that's that's actually really helpful <laughs> yeah it's a it's it's a it's a small window and of course it is it is a a, a little bit slower but i i think uh, the having a shield up for a small second is more beneficial than just being able to melee attack more and more because even though people consider her like kind of tanky with her armor and stuff she only has 250 hp and she's actually pretty easy to kill uh, so what a lot of people think as, as soon as they, they get into contact, like if they're in the middle of the team, they think they're invincible, but like it's far from the truth. She's actually pretty frill. So, but outside of that, as soon as you get into melee range, just melee and 
even even uh, if you're like if you think you're close enough, just melee attack once. You'll you'll be surprised if you can hit someone. And if you hit someone, you trigger, of course, your passive, which generates a little bit of healing, which is uh, which and is pretty that's good. a perfect segue into yeah. our second ability, which is Inspire. When Brigida when Brigida strikes an enemy with her flail, all allies within range are healed over time. It heals 16 health per second, has a 20 meter area of effect, and is line of sight. So it's very similar to Lucio Aura. Yes. Has a five second duration. And the rating, rate of healing does not stack. Area of, area of effect healing timer resets to five seconds upon successful hits. Yeah. Uh, is there anything really strange or weird about that that's not already mentioned? To be honest, I think Inspire is just an extra kit because they wanted to make Brigitte and Healer. But Repair Pack as your only healing ability, having Repair Pack as your only healing ability, if it's the only thing, you would have to lower the cooldown, which would make it pretty overpowered if you can just spam Repair Packs on all your allies, uh, giving armor like everywhere. So I think they put the the, uh, the passive Inspire to just give her that extra bit of healing that you need in combat without having to use an actual cooldown for it. Uh, pretty, right. pretty much every healer has uh, a passive way of healing uh, instead of just using cooldowns. Like for instance, Ana has her auto attacks. Uh, Moira has her, uh, like Mercy has her, her, like her main staff and stuff. So that's why they put Inspire into the game. Uh, and I think you don't really need to pay much attention to it. Just try to keep it up as much as possible and try to get the aura healing because even though it's a small amount of healing, it does work in such situations. For instance, if because Brigitte doesn't have a lot of range, if you can try to get the the healing. Uh, you can even even by not engaging, you can at least heal your team because otherwise, if you're not engaging and you're not doing anything, you're just waiting for people to dive. There's just not a lot of things happening. You're not doing that much. But outside of that, uh, just try to trigger it as much as possible. And as soon as you trigger it, try to just keep it up. Like once you're inside a fight, try to keep swinging, keep resetting your five second timer. Um, and then even if you have to back out back out for a small second and then go in again to try and uh, melee attack again uh, until your target is either dead or the team, uh, the enemy team is completely wiped. Right. And that is 80 health throughout the duration of the actual ability. And fun fact, if you have all six of your allies within range, that's 480 extra health for getting one melee attack off if they're all uh, around you that the enemy has to shred through. I mean, it, um, it sounds it, it sounds nuts, but if you... It does sound nuts. It, it's really not, no. but it does give her a lot of sustain in drawn-out battles. Uh, if you can use her to draw out a battle, in my experience at least, if you can kind of get a hit back off and, you know, just kind of chill for a second and not, like, go in just crazy, crazy, uh, you actually keep a surprising amount of sustain with her on top of her shield already yeah. with that ability. 60, 16 health per second is a lot of health. Uh, so heroes that don't have a lot of like burst damage, uh, Winston comes to mind. Like Winston hates Brigitte so hard. Uh, but he, he doesn't have that much damage. Obviously, he out damages 16 health per second. But having to deal with that on top of that, uh, along with uh, her just auto attacking you in the face, probably will win that 1v1. The passive healing is indeed pretty nice, but I wouldn't like rely on it. Like, oh yeah, right. Brigitte has her passive. Now we can win the fight because we have 16 health. It's not, it's not that. It's really nice to have, 
but it's not like a game it's a super game changer except for really drawn out fights and stuff like that yeah right and let's see her next ability that we're going to get into is her whip shot uh she throws her flail a long distance dealing damage and knocking an enemy back away from her it's got a hell of a boop uh it's a linear projectile does 70 damage on contact it moves at 40 meters per second, has a max range of 20 meters, which is kind of ridiculous, and is on a four-second cooldown. Yep. Uh, you got any tips for us with, with, with whip shot other than the uh, bread and butter combo? I, I would like to explain the bread and butter combo, which is usually just shield bash, melee attack, and then whip shot, uh, for the people that didn't know that. It does, let me do quick math, so 155 damage instantly. So for characters that aren't Tracer, uh, you do need to melee attack two more times or need a buddy to help you, uh, which is uh, a little bit disappointing. Like uh, doing two actual melee attacks will often not finish someone off. But if you get a feel for the whip shot, it can be an excellent execute. Uh, it's 70 damage, which is absolutely massive. It's one third of most of the characters HP bars in the game. So if you get a feel for it, you can use it ex excellently for an executability. Outside of that, it's... The way I prefer to use Whipshot is especially for people that are, they think they're super safe on the high ground and they're just trying to, to hit my team uh, from a super safe position and my team didn't pay attention so no one is contesting that person. So I just try to get them off the high ground because we all know the high ground is pretty important in Overwatch. So if you can get someone off the high ground, like you need to position yourself in a way that you can actually like not hit them against the wall so they can just stay on the high ground but actually get them off the high ground. That's pretty uh, pretty important. That's my probably my main uh, uses of Whipsat outside of the execute. Uh, and then after that, I think the the creating distance, like if someone jumps on you and you can use Whipshot to get them away from you, I think that it's really not that often used. I don't think many people want to jump on Brigitte because of her anti-dive abilities. Right. So I don't think many people do that. I will oftentimes use Whipshot just to set up plays like I can... Uh, push someone away like or for instance i can push someone into their team and then we have a huge graviton combo or something like that or yeah from mostly just making sure uh, i set up my team to win either by getting someone off high ground or pushing someone in a certain direction or uh, indeed uh, use it as an execution there's one more thing that i'd like to do uh, like to pronounce with whipshot is that whipshot does trigger your inspire which is the passive healing so if you're in a long-range battle and you can't melee attack, especially if the enemy team is on high ground, using your whip shot and hitting someone with it will trigger your passive. So if you're pushing the payload, let's say on Junker Town, and on the first point you see that bash, you know, Rissa combo and that kind of stuff, you know, and there's no way you can heal them, uh, like there's no way you can uh, touch them by melee uh, by auto attacking. You can try to whip shot someone, and if you hit it you gain the passive healing and it gives you a little bit of healing while you're still pushing the payload. So that's uh, for ra for range matchup, especially uh, like vertical matchups, uh, Whipshot is actually really good to, to trigger your first part of healing uh, because otherwise you would basically be doing nothing because you can't trigger inspire, you can't trigger your passive healing, you can't melee attack, you can't really block a lot of stuff. So that's the, the best thing you can do in certain, in certain situations. Uh, since we already mentioned the uh, bread and butter combo, um, I know we haven't talked about shield bash yet, but uh, why don't we go ahead and 
at least discuss how to do that. And when we get the shield bash, bash, we'll discuss how to best use the bread and butter combo. Okay, so the bread and butter combo is that you put up your shield. You look at the target that you want to combo. You stun them, immediately release your shield, go into a melee attack, and immediately, as soon as you get the hit marker for the melee attack, whip shot onto your target. If you're too slow, Tracer can recall. I, I, I'm mainly going to focus on Tracer because that's the most uh, the character you're going to use it the most on. Right. If you're too slow on either dropping your shield or do, using whip shot after your melee attack, Brigitte, uh, I mean Tracer will be able to recall out of it, and you basically lost your big combo uh, at that point. So it's really hard to get the to get the the timing down. But the most important one is using whip shot as soon as you hit the melee attack. As soon as you hear the damage coming through from your melee attack, you need to whip shot almost instantly. That's the the entire combo. And of course, keep in mind that for other characters, you do need uh, either another melee attack, uh, or if you're completely solo, another melee attack. So you need three melee attacks. Uh, but usually, there's probably a teammate around that can help you a little bit. So you can probably then use uh, two melee attacks and then go for the execute. Right. And uh, we will get into the use cases of that uh, a little bit more once we get to the shield bash bit. But from now on, when we refer to the bread and butter combo or the Brigitte Brigitte combo, uh, that's what we'll be talking about. It'll be uh, melee if you can get it, shield bash, melee, cancel into whip shot. Yes. All right. And let's see. Her next ability is repair pack. Repair pack heals an ally at range. If they are already at max health, they get armor instead. It heals for 150 health uh, and gives up to 75 armor over max health. It travels at 30 meters per second. It has a 30 meter max range. Uh, It has a five second duration on the bonus armor, meaning that if you're at full health and you get the 75 armor, it disappears after five seconds. It is not permanent and is on a six second cooldown. Uh, Leaf, you got any tips for effectively using Repair Pack? My first tip is that it has a six-second cooldown, which isn't super long. So don't try to keep it for like uh, danger situations. For instance, like, oh, this character is super low. Let me uh, throw 150 uh, health at the, the person. If you find a situation where, for instance, your Reinhardt is walking up to the enemy team and he can't just keep his shield up the entire time, Instead of waiting for him to take 150 damage and then healing him, you can preemptively put 75 armor on him, which uh, armor is a lot stronger than health. It's not, it's not the same as 150 health, but in situations where you don't need the health, you can just give the armor to your character uh, instead of keeping the uh, six-second cooldown to wait for someone that actually needs the healing. What I always like to do is give it to Doomfist when they go in. Like When you see them charging in, just give it to them immediately because as soon as they ch- they go in, I probably lose line of sight of them and I can't give the 150 health anyway. So it's better to just give the 75 armor so you can survive longer. So try to effectively use the cooldown by pressing it more and more and try to keep it off cooldown as much as possible. And then, of course, after that, the biggest thing you can do with Repair Pack is to put it on the target that gets dove. So, for instance, if you see someone... Uh, that gets targeted super hard by your by the enemy team. Uh, give the repair pack. It will either uh, instantly heal them back to full health, or it will trigger the armor and keeps them alive for a lot longer. 
And outside of that, uh, just uh, heal up your tanks if they need it. What you do need to be careful for, and this happens a lot, uh, if you have a comp with a main healer, don't throw your repair pack on someone who is getting healed. For instance, if your Mercy is healing your tank and no one else needs healing uh, in the game, it's better to give that ult charge to Mercy, who has a much more useful ultimate in the game, than to instantly heal that 150 health. Because as soon as you use that, your cooldown is gone, uh, you did extra healing, and maybe someone else will get picked off, and you could have used that for something like that. So be careful on using it for tanks. It might be better for your main healer to heal them up. Otherwise than that, just look for a danger situation. Like if, if you've done all these steps, uh, just look for danger situation. You're like, oh, this person is super low. Here, have a repair pack. Or this person is super low. Here, have a repair pack. Right. And uh, that, that is a very effective burst healing, uh, something we don't have very much of in the game other than maybe Ana. Yeah, it's um, it's very, very instant healing, which can be really, really annoying to play against. That's why what a lot of people probably he, uh, hate about Brigitte is when you have a character super low and then they're just almost instantly full HP again. Uh, what I do have to say is there is a small, I don't know, I, I consider it a bug. I don't think it should be happening. But if you throw your repair pack and while your repair pack is in the air, uh, it, it travels super fast. But while it's in the air and your target uh, dies while you're throwing it, you get the repair pack back so you can use it again. But if you use it and the repair pack actually hits the the target, because what a lot of people think is that it's instant healing, like you instantly get 150 health. That's actually not true. It's super fast 150 health. So similar to how Lucio gives you uh, 600 shield super fast, it's not instant. You don't get 600 shield. Right. It, it's, it just targets super fast. So if you heal someone and the heal triggers and it heals for like 12 health, but within that 12 health he dies, you technically have given him the repair pack, but it goes on cooldown. So uh, try to be, it can be really annoying if you heal someone like it actually hits, uh, but you don't get the cooldown back. That's something to to be careful of. Whereas right. he, and that actually happens more often than you would think it was. Yeah, I, I think it happens more often that I lose my repair pack than I actually get it back because I'm, I'm pretty fast on the repair pack. But it's just if someone does bursting, like if you give the repair pack to someone and, and Widowmaker shoots them, like obviously that's a, a really stupid uh, example because Widowmaker instantly headshots anything. But that's the, the best thing. If you give the health and someone dies, your repair pack is now on cooldown. It feels just, it feels really unsatisfying to think that you actually saved someone, but in the end, you, you still lose the cooldown. Right. And uh, TLDR on using that, if, uh, if you got a DPS going in by themselves like an idiot, throw a repair pack at him, or if you got a really hungry Ryan like <laughs> Blazing Bob uh, charging in by himself, uh, I love to throw a repair pack and actually watch it follow him as he charges into his death and save him at the last second. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that happens a lot. Um, but, oh, yeah. Uh, repair packs, really great burst healing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next ability is probably the biggest thing about Brigitta is her barrier shield. Uh, it's a barrier just like Reinhardt's, except uh, quite a bit smaller, more like a tower shield kind of thing. Uh, it has 600 health. It regenerates at 100 hit points per second after being down for two seconds. Uh, it reduces your movement speed by 30%. And has a three second cooldown if broken. Yeah. 
Uh, is there any caveats about the uh, barrier shield we should know about? Well, it, we should. Think, I think we should talk about shield bash and barrier shield like in conjunction, because I think the most important part of barrier shield, the shield in general, is just it enables you to do shield bash. The whole right. the whole point of barrier shield, the whole thing that makes it good, is that you're allowed to stun. If that shield is gone, Brigitte is next to useless, in my opinion. The whole point of being able to, the whole point is to stun. And be, if you don't have your shield, you can't stun. The shield is nice. Like, okay, you have like 600x shield. But compare that to a Rhine shield, it's like broken almost instantly, you know? If if you try to use the shield to protect someone like you would do with Reinhardt, you're not doing it correctly. That shield will break almost instantly. And if your shield breaks, you can't use your stun. So that's pretty uh, pretty bad. Uh the most, most important thing uh, that I can think of is that it allows you to stun. And like I said earlier, uh, in between melee attacks, you can use your shield to block a little bit of damage. But that's just a small fraction of damage. That won't break your shield. Like, there's no way... Uh, it, right. Like, if you if you time it perfectly, you can maybe, like, block a, a Widowmaker shot. So, like, you, you would lose, like, 300 shield. But at least you, you, are, you are alive, you know, something like that. So, it's... I think the shield is best used when walking up like if you're just out of range of a melee attack you should use your shield and just walk up keep in mind that you need to have your shield like don't don't let it break so if it's about to break just drop it uh, and just start swinging uh, because in that situation you just have to wait for it to uh, get back a little bit uh, right yeah. and just like hit a melee and try to use inspire to yeah. tank the damage rather than lose your shield yeah because if you lose your shield you have to wait three seconds and otherwise you would still have and you can go for a quick stun which actually can save your life so the big thing about right. your shield don't let it break that's just don't let it break that's the only thing <laughs> don't 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 start using it as if it's ryan shield uh, or anything like that don't let it break and use it uh, in like short burst don't keep it up the entire time short burst keep walking try and melee attack shield again do a small walk uh walk forward again uh but don't just walk along with your shield like reinhardt does that's the the best tip i can give you for the shield portion right and the next ability which is probably her most important ability next to the shield or in conjunction with the shield is the shield bash once her barrier shield is deployed, Brigetta can, can dash forward to stun an enemy. It does 50 damage, has a 6 meter range, a 60 degree area of effect, a 1 second stun duration, and is on a 7 second cooldown as of the latest update. Yes. And let's get into tips on how to use the barrier shield and shield bash, aka the uh, bread and butter combo. Right. So uh, uh, the shield bash is probably the most important part of Brigitte's kit and it's probably the thing if you use it and you don't hit someone it's probably the thing that gets you killed because if you've heard a lot of call outs in the Overwatch universe a lot of thing a lot of important cooldowns will get uh, like talked about in voice comms so for instance Tracer no recall uh, Ryan no shield sorry no bubble all those types of things those are really important cooldowns that allow a character to be a lot more vulnerable. It's basically a shield bash is that cooldown for, uh, I mean, that ability for Brigitte. If she uses shield bash, she's vulnerable for seven seconds because the stun is the most important thing she can do. She can stun someone every seven seconds. And if she doesn't stun someone, or if she's in the middle of the team without it, like she, or if she's in a 1v1 without it, 
she's actually super easy to kill. Uh, so my best tip to give uh, that I can give you is that if you if you miss your shield bash, if you try to stun someone and you miss, uh, or if he jumps out of the way or something like that, play safe. Don't uh, miss your shield bash and try to swing your way out of it, uh, unless you have to, of course. But if you miss and you can back off a little bit, try to stay safe for that seven second duration because uh, you're very vulnerable within that duration. Outside of that, you should basically use shield bash on cooldown. So even though I said like if you're super vulnerable without it, you do it, it's so important for Brigitte to to use it. You should use it almost on cooldown. To use it as much as possible, but just know that okay, I used it, maybe I stunned someone, maybe I didn't, but for the duration that it's down, I'm super vulnerable. So try to either play a little bit more defensive or try to play a little bit more on the side. Because if you're in the middle of a team, if you're in the middle of the enemy team, without your stun cooldown, you're dead meat, basically. Uh, right. So that, that's the most important. And then, yeah, look out for the for the combo. As soon as you... I think the, the combo should be ingrained in your mind that it's 155 damage. So if you ever see a situation where someone is not full HP, uh, shield bash, melee, execute with whip shot. Uh, and keep keep uh, keep tabs of your your shield bash cooldown. Like you can you can get in the middle of the fight and you can see oh I get my my shield bash is on cooldown for three more seconds. I need to survive for three more seconds. This is actually where the shield comes in handy because you now know okay I just need to survive for three more seconds with my shield. So if I just keep my shield up for a quick second that it's already a second down, then I can melee attack for the for the for the passive that's another second down, and then once my uh, shield bash is off cooldown, uh, that's when I can stun, which gives me another second because it's a uh, one second duration stun. So that allows you to have super long survivability. But keep in mind that uh, you have to keep tabs on the cooldown. So keep looking down uh, to your bottom right, uh, your cooldown durations, that stuff, uh, because it is super important. Right. And if you are against a bigger target, don't use this against uh, Tracer, but you can... Try, like, say against a Reinhardt or something like that. Uh, if he's, like, half health, uh, you can get up to 200, maybe even 225 damage. I've seen someone do that combo, but it's not necessarily a combo since you do uh, consecutive uh, primary attacks. I mean, it, uh, what, what you can do, and that's why Shield Bass is also really important, is that you can set up really big plays with it. The best thing that I can think of is an enemy Reinhardt. If you stun him, and if you have, for instance, let's say an Ana with Sleep Dart, if you stun... And then uh, throw the anti-nade as soon as he's stunned. Because now the shield is down. So you can anti-nade him. Sleep him. So he, he gets... Uh, he now He's now stunned for one second and another for the sleep. So it's like he instantly wakes up. So it's not a, But let's say another second. With anti-heal, so he can't get healed through it. That's basically a dead Reinhardt if your team is paying attention. Uh, right. So try to set up plays uh, and let your team know, hey, I'm stunning this target. And you can... You, you, like you can one v one DPS, but in terms of tanks, you can super easily take out tanks if you just tell, "Hey, I'm stunning this person." Obviously, the enemy team is trying to go protect that person, but it will if you focus on one target, let's say a Reinhardt, uh, you can draw a lot of resources from the enemy team by basically just using one stun, and then after that, your team can use their cooldowns after the enemy team use their cooldowns to basically roll over them. So try to set up plays uh, that way. Yeah. Right. And uh, another thing with Shield Bash, too, if you're very good at prediction and uh, you're, you're, you've got some game sense going on, 
especially at lower levels because they don't really bait anything uh, as much as they do at higher levels. But a Reinhardt with a with an ultimate ready with a uh, with an Earth Shatter ready uh, is a prime time target for Shield Bash. Uh, I can't tell you how many times uh, I've taken down Orion in the middle of his ultimate and made him blow it and not hit anything with it uh, just because he telegraphed the attack. Oh, you know, if you if you're walking up on Orion and you know he has it and he drops that shield at least in platen below. They're almost never going to be faking you out like they will at higher levels. So you can pretty much guarantee that, like, oh, sh- here it comes, shield bash, and you stop them midway through. Yeah, one one hundred percent. Even more. Like I have, uh, it's it basically stops almost all ultimate. Uh, funny enough, I've actually stopped a, a Farah once out of the air when I moved the high nice. ground. That's pretty. It's a pretty funny thing to do. But I, uh, it stops almost every ultimate, and I have made Moira ults completely useless because I was just in the way. And if she moves forward, she gets stunned, which means it ends her ultimate. So she kept moving backward, but by moving backward, she couldn't reach her team anymore. So it puts a lot of pressure on the enemy team if they are using their ult. Let's say, for instance, Roadhog or Moira or uh, anything, anyone else. If they want to use their ults, they need to be super careful. Like, uh, it's six meter range. If Brigitte is in that six meter range, she will stun you and she will ruin your ult. And it feels super bad if that happens. Uh, oh yeah. So for anyone who plays against Brigitte, try to learn the the shield bash range and just stay out of it. Uh, I know the stun is very, very, very annoying to play against, but the best thing I can tell you is just stay out of that range. You'll never get stunned. Oh, there, right. there's one more thing about shield bash. It's a, a small thing. You can try this out in the the practice room. But if you shield bash and then at the end of your shield bash you hit the jump button, you'll actually gain like what they call like sort of super jump. The same happen- happens with Moira Fade and uh, with Mercy Guardian Angel. And you can get a little bit uh, extra distance. So if you're walking out of base, and you're trying to get uh, regroup with your team super fast, you can shield bash uh, and get that extra jump at the end to get to the point a little bit faster. Try it out. Right. Uh, let's see. I believe that's all the major points about shield bash. If there's anything else, we'll get into it when we uh, think, uh, hit our final thoughts and everything. Yeah. And let's move into our next ability, which is her ultimate, Rally. Brigitte moves faster and provides all nearby allies with armor that lasts until it is removed by damage. It provides 15 armor for every 0.5 seconds, up to 100 armor per per ally. It has an 8 meter area of effect and a 10 second total duration. Uh, Do you have any tips on using Rally? I mean, this is still really debatable because in the early stages of Brigitte, people just said, as soon as you have it, and uh, just just use it, use it in base or whatever. Because uh, while it gives like movement speed, I didn't hear you call out, but it gives you a small uh, movement speed uh, boost. Uh, it's really small; it's like almost not noticeable. Uh, but like all the other parts of rally are just not really important. The most important thing is that you get that armor that doesn't go away until you get damaged. Which for characters that right. which for characters that usually don't get damaged. Think of an Ana, a Zinyada, a Widowmaker. Like, Reinhardt will lose that armor, like, almost instantly because he's a tank. But, like, characters that are super squishy will love that armor, and it makes them super hard to kill for things like Tracer, who absolutely hates armor. So a lot of people uh, in the early stages said, uh, as soon as you have it, group up, because it's a small AoE, just use it, get all the armor, and then we move for the next attack. I personally... Right. And also note that at the when she first got released, I'm sorry to interrupt no you, but uh, when she did get first released, uh, she did provide, I think it was 150 yeah, it was, armor instead. It was more armor. 
it was right. So that that made a lot more sense to use it like between fights and leading up to a fight and everything. Um, and it was kind of overpowered. Um, it gave your team, let's see, three six, uh, seven hundred and fifty health, uh, extra health for the whole team. Yeah. I think it's it it was it was super strong. I think one hundred and fifty was a bit too much. Then again, I also think shield bash seven uh, seven seconds cooldown is also too much. But hey, that's my opinion. But uh, back to Rally, that's what the general thought is, is that you should just use it as soon as your team is grouped up, get all the possible armor you can get out of it, and then uh, move up. My personal opinion, and this is, this is mostly my personal opinion, I don't think it's like 100% correct, but the way I like to use Rally is that in team fights that are still super close, um, like it's kind of 50-50, your team got a pick, the enemy team got a pick, uh, both teams are like half HP and stuff like that. Rally can be a big difference as long as you can stay alive and you have at least like two or three uh, team members with you, which is usually, uh, let's say, a Reinhardt. If they can make the difference, like Reinhardt getting that extra armor can in- wipe the Im- entire team uh, or with the extra movement speed, he can actually move forward and that stuff. That's the way I like to use Rally. So for instance, like super scrappy team fights that are like drawn out super long, uh, people are still alive, small uh, skirmishes here and there. If you end use Rally, it will give your team such a big boost uh, within the team. Because even though it's 50, it's 50 armor per second, so the enemy team has to... I mean, thir- sorry, 30 armor per second. Uh, the enemy team has to go through 30 armor per second, which is super hard for, for a lot of characters. It, it can really tilt a, a team fight within your favor. The only downside to this is that a lot uh, during a team fight, a lot of your team members are probably outside of the range. I think the eight meter AOE range is pretty low, so you you kind of have to. What I like to do is I like to use rally and then look around and see. Okay, I probably have two members with me, but there's one member that is just slightly outside of my range, so I move to that member and try to give the armor to that person. I like give it to the people that need it, but I like to use it mid fight to give me that extra edge uh, in the team fight. But both, right. both, both are uh, correct uses of rally. Uh, just use it before the fight, uh, or pretty defensively. Like let's say, for instance, you guys just wipe the enemy team, and they have to attack again, and they now have to yeah, like, and you use ult, and the enemy team now has to attack against one hundred extra armor. Uh, that's also really good. The one thing that I do want to give caution to uh, is try to not use it as the start of a fight because graviton search is as ultimate as a thing and if you use your ult that means a lot of your teammates want to group up with you and grouping up against the zarya is not a smart idea right. uh, and a, with a lot of things genji ult and stuff like that basically if you use your ult the enemy team knows hey you're grouping up in that time when you're grouping up if you don't walk towards the enemy you're going to be grouped up uh, uh, together and that makes you as a team very vulnerable for AOE attacks. So try to be careful for that. I would prefer to use the uh, armor first, wait uh, two seconds, and then move up uh, to get it with your team instead of moving uh, with your team immediately. Right. Uh, One thing, one use case that uh, we have tried in our six stack, um, and I believe one of the Overwatch League teams did it, but, you know, of course, they do it better. They do everything better than we do. (laughs) But... um, in cases where we have used a Zenyatta Transcendence and they don't don't necessarily have a Graviton or anything like that, um, what we tried was using her ultimate about midway through Zenyatta's Transcendence so that 
you know, you're still taking the damage or whatever, you're getting healed through it, and you're kind of getting maximum value you can. So you take a bit of damage, but you get your shield and health back immediately. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like you, uh, does that make sense as a use I'm case? I'm pretty sure uh, Zen uh, healing goes first. So you would be full HP because it's super fast healing. So your team provided there all in transcendence would be full HP. So it's like a super. Like when, the way I said it, if you use it mid-fight, a lot of people will just instantly lose the armor as soon as they get it, uh, like, because the, the right. But it does provide more armor than like you can max out your armor, and then if you take damage, you get more armor back. Yeah. So say like you get a hundred armor, get, and then you damage and you get extra if it's yeah, still it, going. The, the total armor that you get is one hundred and fifty, but only if you're full HP, you don't get more than one hundred armor. But if you take damage, you do get fifty extra. So that's why I like to use it mid-fights instead of in the beginning of fights, because otherwise, otherwise you would lose 6 times 5 300 armor. Uh, but yeah, because the Transcendence, the only thing that I would say for that point is that, like I said in the beginning, the best comms for Brigitte is to have uh, a main healer with you, so you can't run... Right, this is only in like triple yeah, healer comps. Yeah, this is in triple healer like comps, uh, and that's, that's like a different ballpark. Uh, if I would have to... Uh, explain Brigitte and triple healer comps that's a totally different way of playing her she's a lot more <laughs> aggressive in that kind of point like even if you like, right. you have to play a lot more aggressive and she's a lot more tactical that way because you lose a little bit uh, a little bit of damage so that's a, a whole different ballpark but yeah that is a, a really strong combo and I'm actually <laughs> pretty sure I'm, I'm not surprised that uh, it's used in uh, Overwatch League oh yeah uh, let's get into her strengths and weaknesses. We already kind of did talk about this a little bit with her uh, use cases at the beginning of the show and everything. Um, this would probably be a good time to talk about her uh, team comps and things of that sort and just kind of throw in strengths, weaknesses, when to pick her, when not to pick her and everything along with that, just kind of pepper it over. Okay, so a lot of her strengths and weaknesses intertwine with when not to pick and not to pick, uh, when to pick her and when not to pick her. So I'll do those like together. Perfect. Big weakness, your team comp-wise, is that uh, she hates people that are outside of her range. So, for instance, Widowmaker is going to be by herself, probably on the high ground somewhere, or uh, Tracer is going to be annoying on the back line, often out of your range, you can't see her and that kind of stuff. Like, those side of her characters are super annoying for Brigitte because they're outside of her uh, passive healing aura, and they're often also out of sight of line of sight, so you can't uh, heal them. So, you basically don't work well together uh, and instead you would work well together with a Rhino because you can set up combos and stuff like that so when not to pickers uh, in team comps with people that are super often out of your range that will not group together with you so for instance if you have uh, a dive where D.Va and Winston both will be jumping very far into the enemy team you can you're not that fast you cannot follow up with them you can heal them with repair pack and try to pick someone off uh, but that's like super hard. Her weakness is that she, she needs a team comp that is like at least within her range. Uh, another weakness in terms of enemy team is uh, range and also verticality. She doesn't have an ability that gives her a high ground position. So that's obviously pretty hard for her. Uh, and also she doesn't have a lot of range. So trying to get to certain characters like, for instance, a Widowmaker in the, uh, on the enemy team or a Soldier or McCree uh, that is like super far away. Uh, those uh, that's super hard for Brigitte because she basically can't do anything. Uh, it's also like hard for team comps that are like super set. For instance, uh, Orisa and Bastion, if they are set up somewhere behind the shield, 
Brigitte with her 600 shield cannot just walk up and try to contest right contest that shield like uh, so she cannot if she cannot contest and walk up she basically has to hide behind her team and Brigitte doesn't want to do that she wants to go in she wants to be a little bit aggressive she wants to disrupt and be in the middle of the enemy team so if the enemy team comp is basically saying hey you're not allowed to come here then that's a pretty uh, pretty bad team comp for Brigitte right what she does work well against with is super like super strong heroes that lack uh, survivability. So, for instance, Ana would probably still be considered a very, very, very strong healer, but she's still um, uh, she's real, still very, very vulnerable. So, having Brigitte to help her, the extra armor pack, the extra stun, uh, that kind of stuff can make it super annoying for the enemy team to to dive onto that or to at least engage onto that as well. Uh, so, she works really hell with characters that you can really protect super hard. Uh, maybe a, even a bastion, like a president setup, uh, because right. anyone that wants to walk up to them, you can just stun them. Like no, no one's touching this person. Uh, right. Another strength is with uh, characters that have a lot of uh, play potential. So, for instance, what I said, uh, Reinhardt versus Reinhardt, you can stun the enemy Rein, big Earth Shatter, or you can take away Defense Matrix uh, of Diva, and your Zarya can get a big Graviton Surge. You can. And then I'll have like, uh, this is super, super weird, weird, like you have a tracer bomb laying on the ground, you whip shot someone into that. So, setting up big play. <laughs> have you done that before? No. <laughs> I, w- I wish. Just, I just thought of that on the top and, of my head. I mean, that would be an amazing, uh, if you ever, if somebody gets a clip of that, of exactly that situation happening, uh, send that to match those buttons and we will totally put that up. Yeah, I, that would be amazing, 100%. My respect if you, if you get to do that. Yeah, like things, like a big combo plays like that. Uh, those are those are pretty uh, pretty big, like because it's also often uh, teams that are super together. Uh, so you you can get really get used to that if you uh, set up your team for success by stunning a certain person or uh, whip shotting a certain person in a certain direction. So uh, setting up right. so characters that uh, want to have big plays but rather lack the setup. So for instance, Earth Shadow with Rhino is super hard usually. Uh, if you just take away like shields and that kind of stuff, it makes it super easy for Ryan to, to a, a big combo off. And the last thing, which is her strength, is uh, I kind of touched on it, like protecting and stuff. But she is basically designed to counter dive. So if the enemy team has a dive comp, especially Tracer, all the Brigitte mains make every Tracer main out there hate you. But <laughs> I, I always switch to Brigitte as soon as I see Tracer being too good. Uh, especially if they're like super, oh, yeah. if, especially if they're super aggressive, because a lot of tracers still play the same way before Brigitte came out. Uh, they're sort of super close to the enemy team. You cannot get close to uh, Brigitte. You basically have to play that six meter range and not get stunned, like whatever. Because if you get stunned, you're always dead. And I had games where it's just basically always a six v five because the enemy tracer is just always dead, uh, or my tracer. But so. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those are her, uh, basically her strengths, weaknesses, and when her uh, not to pick her. Right, and to sum that up, um, on defense, you want to be able to play. You want to be able to play close to your back line. You can peel for them, kind of like you would with uh, like a defensive dive comp with like Diva and Winston. There was she kind of filled a role that was never there, so she can hold that support position and still peel for the back line. And offensively. Kind of sticks with death ball, goes up, gives Ryan opportunities. He enable she enables uh, your attackers or your Reinhardt things like that. But I do want to really get into, uh, or what I want to really get into is how to use her effectively with triple support, which is very strong with her. Yeah, 
so personally, I'm not a, a strong uh, supporter of triple support. Uh, a lot of times I see it in solo queue whenever I... Really? No, I'm not a big supporter because a lot of time... Uh, don't don't tell this to all the other support mains, but I hate support mains in my <laughs> in my ALO region because I always feel that I can do better. So if I'm the Brigitte, obviously in triple support, there are two other supports uh, that have to like kind of pocket me and heal me and I never get the feeling that I have enough healing, so I die. Like I said earlier, if I play in a two healer comp, I know exactly what I can and can't do to die but I would play super passively so I can't get the full kit out. But if I play with two other supports, I would have to do a lot more to get the same results. So I have to be a little bit more aggressive, use a little more, more cooldowns, be a little bit more uh, risky and stuff like that. But in order to do that, I do need extra healing because like a lot of people, like what a lot of people know is that she's actually super frail. So she can die. So she, do need, she does uh, benefit from having like a mercy pocket or something like that if the situation allows it. But a lot of solo queue supports don't know that. That's why in solo queue, I think I'm not a, a big supporter of it because a lot of people don't know how to, at least supports, don't know how to help Brigitte a lot. Whereas if I'm the support, even if I'm Brigitte or whatever, I can help my team. So I'd rather have, I'd rather be the support and help my DPS in instead of two supports helping me, if that makes sense. Uh, but right, yeah, in, right. in Brigitte and in triple support, it's basically basically the same. You're still having to set up. You're still trying to look for opportunities to pick someone off. Uh, it's still basically uh, setting up for your team, but it's more or less that you have to be a little bit more risky. Uh, you're also allowed to be a little bit more risky because you have two extra healers uh, that can help you out. So basically the same, but a little bit more risky and a little bit more forward. And you can also try to play... It's a, 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 a small thing you can do is uh, play the assassin Brigitte, where you try to uh, go for the enemy healers and stuff like that. But obviously, you you would have to do that alone. I would not advise doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's a it's it's a hard thing to do, and I wouldn't recommend it unless you know at least one of the supports, preferably the main support you play with. Otherwise, you can try it out. Uh, it is a a pretty pretty good comp on certain maps. But yeah, it's it's pretty map dependent. It's pretty team dependent. Your team needs to know exactly what they're doing if they're playing triple support. Uh, so if you can find the right team, try it out. But otherwise, I would prefer to use her as the secondary support next to a main healer. That's my preferred option. Okay. Uh, the the way that we use it in our six stack, you know, and take this with a grain of salt, everybody. I'm I'm no GM expert or anything like that on Mercator or really uh, anybody else. Um, but at least in our six stack, when, uh, when we were playing with Blaze and Bob and everybody else, and, um, uh, what we would do is we would run triple support. Uh, I believe we would run Zenyatta, Mercy, and Brigitta, Reinhardt, and I think we ran Hanzo with that. Uh, and what that would enable us to do is Zenyatta would give us the extra damage and the extra bit of healing. Uh, we had that Mercy on main hills, and I pretty much stuck to Reinhardt like glue. <clears throat> uh, the other support's job was basically to take care of themselves and everybody else, and Reinhardt and I, uh, Reinhardt was basically riding on the front of the motorcycle, and I'm riding in the back seat. Like I'm with him at any given time. He is my responsibility, essentially, and that would be the entire job uh, would be enabling Reinhardt and getting into their uh, pardon the language into their crap <laughs> i forget that this is a uh, safer work podcast 
uh, getting really into it and uh, trying to disable the enemy Ryan, giving opportunities for like our Hanzo to get in and get kills and get shots and things like that, and keeping Reinhardt alive as much as possible, enabling him, uh, building his ultimate. And um, it was a really scrappy comp. You know, you get in there and you just beat the tar out of anything you can get your hands yeah. on. Uh, while at the same time, your backlines supported like kind of self-sufficient. You know, you're basically a two-man team, um, but you got to have synergy with it. Like, if you're about to shield bash somebody, uh, you got to call it out. You got to make sure that you let your Reinhardt or whoever you're trying to enable know that, hey, I'm about to bash enemy Ryan in two, one, and then bash. And nine times out of ten, if you've got good synergy, if uh, your teammate is paying attention, they can take advantage of that. I, I can't tell you how many uh, Ryan charges I enabled just by doing that. And that would open up huge opportunities for the team. You know, we screw it up, you know, because we're low level. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, th there, there are mistakes made and things like that. But if you do it effectively and you do it the right way, uh, it feels just incredibly powerful. Yeah, but at I the same time, that may not work at the higher levels. So take that, like I said, with a grain of salt, because I am no expert. I think the best situations where I had the triple support comp was just stunning the enemy Ryan and then Discord Orb and then Hanzo headshot and we just kill the Ryan and then just kind of leave it at that. And then the enemy team has to choose between pushing 5v6 without their Reinhardt, which is like pretty impossible, uh, or back off. And they would just back off, Ryan would come back. Uh, and it just it's basically a bully Ryan game where we just constantly do that, kill the Reinhardt and then just back off. I think that's the the best uh, triple support game that I that I ever had. But the thing is, on higher ranks, there's also always something that protects the Ryan. Like, you can get insta-healed, which basically, uh, because you now lo no longer have stun, uh, it basically uh, makes your team very vulnerable, because now the enemy Brigitte maybe have, has stun and stuff like that, uh, or Zarya Bob or something. So I think on higher ELO, it's just a lot harder to pull off, uh, because the enemy team probably knows what is coming, so they can prepare for it. Uh, and I think a lot of a lot rests on the enemy supports uh, giving that extra little bit of damage. Sinyada through his Discord and usually Mercy through her uh, damage boost on the right times, so you can actually get that pick off. Uh, but it's 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 super fun to try it out with like a six stack and stuff like that. But I would not recommend it with people in solo queue because it's right. It's, it's it a, does take a lot of synergy to get yeah. that down. You do need synergy for it, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Do you have any extra little tidbits of information uh, or common mistakes that people make with Brigitte? I think we went over a few of those, but are there any that you haven't mentioned yet? Uh, I can summarize uh, a couple of them. It's like uh, the biggest mistake is that just still going when uh, your shield bash is on cooldown because it makes you super vulnerable or just keep swinging without actually protecting yourself with your shield sometimes. A lot of Brigittes tend to be super aggressive, thinking that they can't die. I'm like, I'm invincible, blah, blah. But if you die, like, you, you can die super easy, uh, especially if people are paying attention. So being too aggressive, especially if your cooldowns are down, that's a pretty bad one. Uh, I think forgetting your support, I think that's a pretty big one a lot of people forget. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people forget. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, yours, yours, <laughs> even though you feel super powerful, especially when you just start rocking melee attacks through the entire enemy team, Keep in mind that you're still the support. So even if you're slapping people left and right, as soon as you see someone low, take that small second to throw a repair pack at them or 
Uh, if you notice someone trying to flank around or jump on your sword and support, just stop what you're doing and try to help out because your main objective is not to try and kill people, but to set up your team and help your team. Uh, so I think that's a common mistake with uh, a lot of Brigittes. Um, yeah, outside of that, I think a small it's not common, it's like a small mistake is just missing your, your combo on a lot of targets where you can probably kill them. Right. But you miscalculate the damage so you actually push them away to safety or you um you you miss the combo like just too slow on the combo and the enemy gets a certain ability off that saves them like a zarya bubble or something like that that's a, a common mistake uh and outside of that no i think we went over pretty pretty much the big mistakes that a lot of brigitte's make right I'd say that the uh, missing the shield, missing missing the bread and butter combo is probably uh, the biggest thing uh, that hurts me, especially as a Brigitte player. Um, even though I I mained her all last season, and I play a whole lot of her. There are a lot of situations where I just miss it or make a mistake, and like a tracer gets away or something like that. Yeah, there was one game probably two months ago where I was able to get the initial shield bash off on Tracer like three times or four times in one game. And every single time I couldn't get the, I just lost all muscle memory. Uh, so if you're having trouble with that, or if you want to practice with uh, Brigitte first, Brigitte first, uh, before you take her into comp, go in the practice range or set up some bots or something like that, get a practice game and work on getting that muscle memory down for the bread and butter combo. You can find it on YouTube, so you make sure that you're doing it correctly and everything. Um, I would go. I would. I would go. A, go I would ahead. go even further and say, try to get a friend, go into a custom game, put on no cooldowns, and just have your friend uh, be there as tracer and just practice on him, and just let the friend spam recall as fast as he can, so he can get out. A uh, little tip for people that don't know: if you actually hold the button. Uh, for your ability, it will activate immediately as soon as you can. So if Brigitte stuns you, if you hold recall, it will activate as soon as you can. So that's often why a lot of people miss the, the combos because the trace is probably holding it down. So that means the recall is as fast as possible. You, you miss that little bit of window. So if you want to practice your shield bash to combo as, fast, as quickly as possible, try to have a friend get into a custom game with you and you can practice on him as trace. All right. And are there any extra little tidbits of information tips that you have for uh, aspiring Brigetta players? Uh, there is a small, like this is super advanced and I think I've never actually used it like super hard, like the, the super crazy jumps. But there is a thing that is called Brigitte rollouts where there are a lot of jumps, uh, a lot of things where you can use your shield bash against an angled object and you can get vertical, uh, vertical, uh, like high ground, so you can get onto certain high ground with uh, on certain maps. It's super hard. I've never actually used it. Uh, like I've used the the super jump a couple times, but not in like that fashion. If you want to learn about that, uh, be my guest. Uh, it's not. It's. It, I think it's a waste. Of, a waste of time. But if you are into that, uh, there is <laughs> there is also a Reddit. It's called. I'm pretty sure it's called Reddit Brigitte Rollouts. Uh, that's dedicated to finding that type of stuff. So if you're into that. Uh, that's something you can get into. It's a it's a niche thing you can do. You you will look really cool in your uh, in your games if you can do that. <laughs> Impress your friends. Yes, I've never been able to actually successfully do it. So maybe I'll try that later. I've done it more with Moira because they're a lot easier. But with the shield bash, it's just I use my most important ability to get high ground. I rather use it to stun someone. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So, 
So that's why yeah, that's why I, I never see how it. she's very effective on high ground either. So it's like, yeah, why? I, I mean, it <laughs> it makes it makes her more usable in dive. If your enemy dives on the high ground, you can kind oh, of yeah, follow true. with them. But it's I've I've never used it. I tried to use it once and failed, which was were really sad. I thought I would was be, would be able to do it, but I think that's the only uh, situation where I can think of where I was constantly thinking, "I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it." And then didn't do it. Otherwise, otherwise, I would it would be like totally on accident or like because I'm like pretty high up on the data. It's just instinctively trying to do that stuff. Uh, but I would never actually use it. Like it, it would never actually give me the big advantage as people think it would. Right, right. All right. And other than that, any other final thoughts on uh, Brigetta or things that you want people to know about her? Brigitte is not overpowered. Guys, <laughs> oh, I've been hating on this. Okay, I will admit that the 150 armor and the five seconds, the way she was uh, released, that part of her was overpowered. But people, even after two hard nerfs, are still complaining about her being overpowered. She is not. She is super squishy. She is super bad on high ground maps. She is super bad at range. Stop saying she's uh, overpowered just because you don't know how to position <laughs> against it. That's something that I hate a lot. Brigitte is not overpowered. She was strong on release. I think she's in a really good state right now. And a lot of people want her removed from the game because they really hate the stun. I agree that it's annoying to play against. But then again, so was um, McCree's flash in the beginning when he came out. Like McCree used to be super annoying when he flashbanged and just fanned the hammered you. Like a lot of people complain about that. Uh, and it's it's the same thing with Brigitte all over again. People are telling uh like saying they want Brigitte to remove from the game it's not fun blah 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 but i think having such a strong cc ability is needed for the game it's a lot better than all the other heroes that came out that are either super uh, out of place the way i feel in overwatch uh i think Brigitte fits really well into overwatch and she's really uh balanced at this time she just is really annoying to play against, and as soon as you learn against it, she's not that strong. So try to play against Brigitte to learn against to play it. My tip is to just play her yourself, uh, get to know what annoys Brigitte the most, and then just use it against the enemy Brigitte the next time. All right, and thank you for uh, coming on the show and giving us the the lowdown on Brigitte. No problem. And of course, if you have any questions or comments about Brigetta or any other hero that you want us to address on the show, you can get in touch with us at contact at preparetoattack.com. Uh, you want to give us a plug for Wawa's Bootcamp? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have our own website. I don't know the, the website out of my head, but it's probably if you Google Wawa's Bootcamp, you can probably find it. Uh, we, have our own, uh, we have the website where you can find a lot of information. You can also find our Discord link uh, there where you can uh, join our Discord. It's a really fun community, uh, especially if you just want to talk Overwatch stuff. Uh, and you can, of course, get uh, free coaching uh, there. So if you want to use that, you want to find a Brigitte coach, I'm always there. So you can help, uh, You can ask me. Uh, outside of that, uh, of course, the, the social media, I think uh, that Twitter, I don't think they, Wawa's Bootcamp uses it that often, but you can follow there. And get the latest information there. All right, and do you uh, do you have a Twitter that you use to interact with fans or anything? No, I wish. I know I'm. I keep my <laughs> my Twitter, my Facebook pretty personal, so I don't have anything related to my game account. The only thing that I can think of 
is follow me on Twitch on twitch.tv slash leaveros. I don't stream super often, but if I stream, I always try try to stream Overwatch and just gives the the guest best uh, gameplay that I can. I main support. I pretty much play every support uh, out there. Uh, so if you ever feel uh, you want to get better at support, uh, give my stream uh, a try. All right. And once again, that is Leafed Rose. If you want to find him on uh, Wawa's Bootcamp Discord or anywhere else and uh, talk to him personally. And we are on mashthosebuttons.com. You can check out our other, our other Overwatch show, Watchpoint Radio. You can find us on twitter.com slash prepare to attack, twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, mashthosebuttons.com slash uh, prepare to attack, and twitter.com slash MTB site. Uh, if you'd like to analyze VODs, check out visor.gg, an application by the creators of mayhem.gg. And you can also find us on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. And don't forget to go to iTunes to rate and review the show. That really helps us a whole heck of a lot. Uh, the more reviews and ratings we have, the more people will see us pop up in their feeds. And thank you again, uh, Leaf, for coming on the show. Uh, had a lot of fun. Learned a few things about uh, Brigetta, uh, like how to pronounce her name properly. Ish. Yeah, no problem. I love talking about this character. She's my absolute favorite. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a whole lot of fun with her last season. And if you guys have any interesting tips or things that that you missed don't forget to get in touch with us uh there was an email link that i posted or that i said earlier in the show uh or if you have any interesting vods that you want to show us or things that you've done or that have happened or if you happen to get that uh tracer bomb combo we talked about uh go ahead and get in touch with us uh at any of our social media links uh this has been kinder and leaf rose we'll catch you next time see ya